Dr. Gavinder hails from humble beginnings. He grew up in Malagasy, Isipingo, on the KwaZulu-Natal south coast. He later moved to Mirbank and thereafter to Unit 3 in Chatsworth, close to the iconic Bangladesh market. He fondly recalls their communal lifestyle, which was prevalent in those years, and how it helped shape his ideals. We lived a very, very fruitful and a holistic life where all of us as family members shared our experiences, our challenges. Dr. Gavinder's grandparents, who had come to South Africa from India, had a considerable influence on him. His grandfather, he recalls, was a chef and a passion for cooking runs through his family. My family loved, and I still do it every Sunday, sour porridge and dry fish chutney or Bombay duck chutney. We love it. Life in Chatsworth presented many challenges. Social ills like drugs and alcoholism became a burden for Dr. Gavinder's father. My father realized that the environment that we're living, which was drug-infested and there was lots of shabins and everything. And I think in his own wisdom, he didn't want us to grow in that environment. He put us all in a combi one day and we thought we were going for a holiday to Joburg. We landed there, not realizing that he emigrated with all of us to a new province and a new city. After nine hours of driving, they arrived in Benoni with all their belongings and nowhere to go. They eventually landed on the doorsteps of a stranger. We pitched up in this one home and they kept us for the night and the next day we were taken to another home and that became our house for two years where we all lived basically in one room. The days that followed were difficult and Dr. Gavinder recalls how they made ends meet. My mother should make murku and I should take two packets of murku every day to school and sell. That murku money was basically to buy milk and bread because things were tough during that time. But better days were soon to follow. My mother being a Tamil teacher, she was given a position as a Tamil teacher in the Benoni Tamil School Board. My father continued his driving trucks. Because of my mother's position, the municipality gave us a council home. So we had our first nice full home that was basically owned by my parents. The young Dr. Gavinder attended Actonville Primary School and went on to William Hill Secondary. However, starting off in a new province was difficult. He was often teased for his unique Durban accent, but his greatest trial was his health. He was diagnosed with geodenal ulcers and had undergone major surgeries. During that time, I was very, very unwell. I had major operations, including removal of two-thirds of my stomach. This impacted greatly on his studies. In 1976, in my matric year, I could not write the exam. I only could write the next year in March. Because I was so sick, I wasn't well prepared, and I got an ordinary senior certificate. And that did not entitle me for university, so all my dreams and hopes were destroyed. With his senior certificate, Dr. Gavinder was able to apply to a teaching college. A career in education proved to be a vocation, and he developed a close relationship with his students and their parents. Oh, I love teaching. I love teaching so much that I was so passionate as a geography teacher. I had a very good rapport with my pupils. My geography room was converted to like a planetarium with plants and a fish tank and everything. I created a good ambience for the children to be attracted to school. It was during those years that he also met his wife. The Benoni Tamil School Board was looking for additional teachers, so this new family came to Benoni. So there was a first day concert that I went. 
my wife was taking part in a dance program and then somebody said, hey, there's that new Vatya's daughter there. Why don't you make a plan? And because she's so smart and everything. Then I said, hey, just leave me. And then my wife came home in that same week with a neighbor to borrow books and I was marking in my room and then they said, hey, this is a new Vatya's daughter. So I came out of the room and I greeted and that's how we met for the first time. So it was love at first sight. Yes, it was love at first sight. While a career in teaching bloomed, Dr. Gavin continued to press on with his dream for his own higher education. He patiently waited until he turned 23 to qualify to convert his senior certificate to a mature exemption. Armed with that exemption, he applied to study at UNISA. In my first year, I was so determined to study, I enrolled for three courses. And you know what? At the end of the year, I failed all three. But there was a teacher on the staff that told me, don't worry try again the next year. So I did that and slowly I completed my BA degree. Dr. Governor often dealt with students in distress. This led him to Lifeline where he volunteered as a counsellor. It was during the peak of apartheid and he was the only person of colour on the staff. Meanwhile, as an educator, his career flourished. After I taught in Benoni, then I went to Lens where I was the head of department in Elanasia Secondary School. And then the principal there always noticed my community activism. Then the principal said there's a post in Durban for an arts and culture assistant director. You're very much like that. You belong to Lifeline as a counsellor and so on. Why don't you apply when I applied? And I got the position. His new role in the Department of Arts and Culture came at a critical time in the country's history. It was in 1994 when democracy started. I came in the start of everything that was changing. So I was very much involved in policy making for arts and culture. Because I was working with different communities, cultural groups, and it excited me. And that's what drove me to pursue studies as an anthropologist. Dr. Governor completed his honours. However, he encountered challenges when applying for his master's and PhD. I wanted to do a study based on ordinary people and not textbook orientated because my request was that I wanted to do a study where I'm going to go interview people in the communities, I'm going to buy them a goat, slaughter a goat to appease ancestors. Those things didn't appeal to the normal Eurocentric research environment until I pursued and Ford Foundation saw the wisdom. True to his passion, Dr. Govinder's master's and PhD were comparative studies between the Zulu and Hindu cultures. He believed by knowing more about these two communities, he could help in healing and social cohesion. For my master's, I studied the marriage systems in the Hindu and Zulu community. And for the PhD, I did death rituals and ancestor worship. Dr. Govinder had travelled extensively, studying different cultures and learning more about international practices in social cohesion. This helped him in his current role as social cohesion convener for the department responsible for overseeing nation-building projects. As a Ford Fellow, Dr. Govinder was elected into various leadership roles, taking charge of the Ford Fellowship International Fellowship Program. As such, he was responsible for over 350 masters and PhD graduates in South Africa. He was also appointed as the convener of a social justice conference which took place in Dakar, Senegal. 
Last year, Dr. Gavinder was awarded a research grant to conduct research at the prestigious Columbia University in New York. There, he developed a leadership program for 10 African countries. Aside from this and his work in the department, he has also started two organizations. In spite of all of his challenges, especially with his health, Dr. Gavinder continues to pioneer on. He hopes that his story of perseverance will inspire the next generation to keep daring to dream. It did not allow anything to come in my way towards progress. Undergoing seven major surgeries and last week being in Cape Town at Krutuskir Hospital where they have discovered a new ailment, a, di- a very rare digestive disease which they're going to operate in January, will never prevent me from achieving my aims and dreams. I would have been given up long time ago, but I did not allow it. I pursued studies, I've traveled the world all during those periods and it's because of the determination to survive and to fulfill my dreams and aspirations.